Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me is Pastor Jeremy Houston, pastor of Foundation Baptist Church. Uh, today we're discussing uh, church remodeling, and you can find our other conversations with Pastor Houston down in the description below. You can just click on those links and find about uh, and view our other conversations. So thanks so much for joining us. Let's talk about church remodeling, Pastor Houston. Uh, you've started your church 11 years ago. 11 years ago. And you've had some rental spaces, a couple of different spaces like that. And then um, recently purchased a more permanent place for your church to meet. Recently, five years ago. It's hard to believe. It's oh, been really? five years already. That's crazy. We purchased the building at the end of 2015. Okay. And uh, the Lord uh, allowed us through a grant uh, from Jehovah Jireh. Uh, ministries, a $50,000 grant that they uh, gifted to us to um, be able to do a renovation. We actually ended up spending probably close to almost $100,000 now on renovating a building that we have we had bought for a uh, pretty good price for the area um, at actually $200,000 less than the house across the street. Let's put it that oh, wow. way. So we got a really Praise good deal on what God had given us. And it was a it was a rundown old church building that had been made into an office building. They built 15 offices right in the middle of the auditorium, oh, wow. built an illegal floor across the middle of it, uh, had never been up to code. And uh, we purchased it with talking to the city of Cary and said, look, if we purchase this building and we want to turn it back into a church, what do you think? And they said, absolutely, yes. <laughs> we would love it to go back into a church. Uh, it was never built out properly in the first place. And so we wanted to do it from the very start. We're not able to do it initially because just like everything in life and ministry, money matters. Sure. And so we we raised a, a bunch of money. We, we pushed really hard to get money to be able to purchase the building after we purchased the building, it took us another couple of years to start doing some of the renovations that we wanted to do. And so the Lord the Lord was really good to us. Um, by the end of 2017, we had remodeled the entire auditorium, mm -hmm. and uh, we are still in the process. We're going to have a meeting even this weekend to talk about more things that need to be worked on and different remodeling that needs to be done. But uh, God's been really good to us. You know, a building for a church... Um, is a blessing. Uh, it's an amazing blessing, but the first and foremost is the tool. It's a tool to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reach and teach within a, a place that represents Christ in that community. And uh, so not having a building for six years of our own, we rented two different spaces, one for three years, another for three years. Uh, one was a business condo, one was a warehouse space. So to move into a, a building that looked like a church, uh, that had, you know, it was a brick building with, you know, big white pillars out front and, and uh, uh, a steeple. I mean, it, it just, all of a sudden, to move into a building that looked like a church, I really feel like that made such a big difference to so our you church felt plant. it kind of gave you some additional legitimacy? Legitimacy, for sure. Um, one pastor called it this way, it's hard when you're tabernacling. It's nice to have the temple. And I thought that that was really a neat way of putting it. So a church building is a tool, but it's also a treasure for those that had been in rented facilities. You see this building as something that is uh, years of labor coming to fruition, but then you realize really quickly it's a treasure 
but it needs some upkeep. <laughs> and there's a lot of maintenance that has to be done. And so a building then is not just a tool and a treasure, but it becomes a part of your testimony. Testimony to your community of uh, a church that um, is dedicated not only to reaching people, but also to being, um, I guess, first class. A church that is um, looking to benefit and better the people of the community. And so we should strive to have the nicest buildings possible. I believe that um, you don't always have the nicest building, but you can have a clean one. And uh, you should have it as nice as you can. So if it needs painted, try to paint it. Um, You know, if you have to raise some money to do something, every once in a while you might have to say, hey, guys, I hate to raise more money, but we really need to get something accomplished. And so we're not competing with any other churches, but we are trying to have a welcoming environment because we're trying to do all to the glory of God. And that's the important aspect. And so sometimes our buildings need renovation. And honestly... Sometimes we'd just like to have a brand new building. Sometimes you'd like to be able to say, you know what, I I see this layout and this doesn't work. Um, But there are also times in ministry when a brand new building is not a possibility. I'm hoping that maybe in the future it will be. If it's not, then we got to take care of what God has given us. we got to steward what we uh, have been given by God. It's his building. It's his church. And so, so it's taking, you know, what you have, taking your needs... And finding some common ground. ground. Absolutely. And the the frustration, I think, at times in in building renovation is you see things you'd like to do, Mm -hmm. but you're not sure what you should do. Or, you know, you also have to meet codes and you have to get architects and you have to, you know, make sure that you get all that done. And so praise the Lord. God has blessed our church. Don't tell anybody because I don't think they do a lot of pro bono work, but... We have a couple architects in our church, and that has been a huge blessing to us. Um, one man in particular, he drew the entire plans for us to renovate the building back, wow. didn't charge us a, a single dime. He just did it as a blessing, as an offering to the church. And um, we were able to do that, take that to the city, get all the approval that we needed. Um, thankfully, uh, our permits cost a fraction of what we were told that they were going to cost. As a nonprofit, I think it was it was almost 60% less than what they told us the permits wow. were going to cost initially. And so uh, we were able to just get the ball rolling. God has been really good to us. Um, we, we bought a building in the end of 2015, December 2015. We paid that building off in January of 2018, 25 months. During that time, we had completed an $80,000 renovation and God allowed us to be completely debt-free. And you, pay, and with, you did that cash. With the, well, again, we had the $50,000 grant, yeah. but God had also given us some anonymous gifts that just came out of nowhere. We still don't know exactly where they came from. And uh, I, I believe that that was just God saying, you've been faithful, and and we're going to meet your need. And so I used to think, I'd hear these guys get these buildings for like a dollar. Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, where's that kind of stuff? But I've watched God... I don't want to say force us, but he he pushed us to a place where we had to raise funds and we had to buy a building and we had to renovate it. But at the end of it, we didn't get a building for a dollar, but God still paid for it. Yeah. And uh, so that was really amazing to me. Do you find that it benefited your church to be able to work to pay for something and work to 
together to remodel it. We, had folks, it we had folks in our church. We had to, we had to put money in escrow um, just because we had never built really a credit rating as a church. We had never had a credit card. We never had any debt as a church. And so when we were going into debt to purchase the building, it was small debt. It was $100,000, but they wanted $20,000 in escrow. Wow. And I didn't know what to do. I said, look, folks, I don't know how to do this. Well, one family in the church in particular just donated it. And so I believe that God has blessed them incrementally since then, as well as obviously our entire church, because of a willingness to say, you know what, we can do a little bit more. And God has been a blessing in such a way I can't, I can't, even, I can't even imagine. If I could write the story, I would not have written it the way it was written or the way that's happened. And yet it's been a miracle every time. I can't. I can't look at it and not think, well, that was God's hand in everything. So that's been a huge blessing. But some thoughts on church remodeling in general is just um, you can clean and you can try to make things more effective, but at some point you might have to redo some things. And so uh, remodeling, uh, one of the things that I wanted to focus on as a church was that we needed to have a strict budget and stay within the parameters of that budget. You know, you can't get blood from a turnip and you can't overspend. You really shouldn't overspend. And so any work that is done by church members is uh, labor cost saving. And so I just presented it to our men, look, we may not be able to do everything, but everything we can do, we should do. Because it helps us to invest in the work of the Lord, helps us to invest in eternity, and it also saves us thousands of dollars down the road. And I believe the reason why we were able to see our building paid off within just two months, I think it was a month, and a half after we got done renovating was because we had done a majority of the work ourselves in that renovation. We had ended up spending an additional $30,000 in addition to what had been given to us in the grant. And yet at the same time, we had probably saved 60 or $70,000 in labor costs by doing much of the work ourselves. And so the men and women of the church as well. Many women came and cleaned and did other things. You know, there were women that were tearing down walls too. You know, they were enjoying it. You ever see a woman swing a sledgehammer? Oh, oh yeah, it's dangerous. great. It's dangerous, but fun all at the same time. So we, we ended up doing a lot of the work ourselves. Uh, we saved thousands of dollars, but we also invested in eternity. And I believe that our church grew so much further down the road than we would have been if we had not done a renovation together. And so... I was nervous because here it was, I'd never done a renovation in my life, and now I was responsible for not just a renovation, but a renovation where the people of the church were watching me, and they were the ones who were investing in the, in the renovation in general. Mm -hmm. They were the ones that were giving money towards the renovation, and I knew that I needed to make sure that so I saved as much money yeah. as possible, that I didn't, that I didn't mess it up. Yeah. And so here I am as, as the GC, the general contractor, contacting contractors saying, where are you? This work has got to be done. Found out that you have to stay on them because they got other contractors on them trying to get things done. Do the mechanical things with them. Mm -hmm. let, let the contractors do the mechanical things. You've got to have them uh, for the codes and things like that. But uh, we had to get uh, a new HVAC. We had to get new electrical. Uh, we and, and we had to get carpeting. Um, and then we had the drywall done. Okay. We did the rest. Yeah. And we even laid tile floors. We laid um, 
platform floors, you know, redid windows. Uh, we, we had some guys that said, I've never done it before, but we'll figure it out. And it was amazing what God was able to do. And so the one thing that I, that I would like to throw out there is don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a man, I said, how do we do these windows? He said, I don't know. But he called a friend. Yeah. The guy came over and said, honestly, uh, this is not going to be fun, but this is how you need to do it. And we just listened to his advice and we did it that way. Um, another thing is don't be afraid to ask for a discount. Don't look for something for free. Contractors hate it when a church says, look, can you just give us something for free? But they don't mind if you say, look, we don't have a lot of money. Is there a possibility of a discount? And sometimes you might find out that they'll do some things almost almost for free just because they want to be a blessing too, but they just don't want you to expect something for free. Yeah. And so be a good testimony. Uh, don't break city codes. Maintain a good relationship with city officials. Don't make them shut you down. Don't make them put something on your door that says, stop all work, you know? And uh, then try to pay for projects debt-free. Um, the Bible says no man builds a tower without counting the cost first. No man goes to war without counting the cost first. Don't start a building renovation project without counting the cost. Yeah. There's a reason why we waited two years. We meant the basement of our building for two years. People would walk in the front door of our building and they would just stop. Because where you would normally see an auditorium, there was just a long, dark hallway. And we, we kept the lights on. We tried to make it as nice as possible. There was like dark paneling and all these doors because they made it into an office building. And uh, we put a sign that says, you know, we're meeting downstairs. I remember one family that came in, they're... they're they're a faithful family in our church now, but the first time they ever visited, he came in with his two daughters and they walked in the front door and he saw this, this, this uh, hallway with all these different doors and he looked at his girls and said, if they split us up, leave, run to the car fast. <laughs> and so then they came downstairs and realized that we were meeting in the lower level yeah. and that was our auditorium. And he came to see me at the end of the service and he told me that. He said, I, I told my girls upstairs, he said, uh, you know, I'm so glad that you're here in town. I'm so glad that this church has, has gotten started, but um, we needed to renovate. And uh, the outside of the building needed to be done first. So we painted the outside first. You know, some of the things we needed to do, we fixed some columns, but fix the outside, Put a sign out there and then start working on the inside. Get as much done as you can on the right time. So so what are some things? You did your auditorium. You took out all those offices and things like that, and you turned it into an auditorium. And I've, I've honestly I've never been in the auditorium. I've seen pictures. It's beautiful. And watched some of your live stream on Facebook and things like that. Um, and it looks great. What were... Did it turn out the way you wanted it to? Were there some things that you would do differently now that you... Honestly, the auditorium, I, the only thing that I would have loved to have been able to do differently was make it bigger. <laughs> you know, we, we're, la- we're landlocked, we're limited. Um, I would love to be able to fit more chairs in there. Um, unfortunately, the city kept our occupancy. Oh, really? So we can only have so many people there. We're getting close you know, they say when you've grown, when you get to within 10% full, you, you, you've kind of squashed your growth. So we've got, we've got to start figuring some things out because we're getting to that point. Praise the Lord. It's a good problem to have. You know, we have, we have a nursery that's packed. We have a junior church that's packed. Uh, we have an auditorium that's getting close to packed. I'm grateful because that means that God is working. And uh, we're just going to stay faithful. And so um, maybe there will be a new building someday. Yeah. But... In this area, it sure scares me the price. You know, we bought our building for really cheap compared comparatively, and I think, could we really handle 
10 times that amount for a new building. And that's scary. But you know what? God's big. And, and God, God has so many things in store that we, I had not seen or ear heard, neither have in the heart of man, the things that God's prepared for those that love him. And uh, he does exceeding abundantly above all the things that we could ask or think. I mean, if, if I can't even imagine it, God can still do it. So that's what's amazing. But renovation is something that a lot of churches have to do. And uh, do it wisely and make sure that you follow codes. There's so much to be said about trying to maintain a good testimony. It's a tool, it's a treasure, it's a testimony. Thanks so much, Pastor Houston. Uh, you can see all of our other conversations with Pastor Houston uh, and other videos. You can find those links to those videos in the description below. Thanks so much for watching.